0: Welcome to Live Your Bloom podcast. Today, I have a wonderful guest that I've known for a few years, uh, very talented Wilbur Lewis, and I'm not going to waste any time. We're going to get right into it. Welcome, Wilbur.
1: Thank you. Happy to be here. Very Good,
0: happy. good. Um, I'm going to ask you, Wilbur, to just give us a little background on yourself and uh, take us to the now.
1: I'm a Jersey boy. I was born and raised here. I uh, went to college here a graduate of Montclair State College. I originally was intending to go into the ministry. I was going to be a Baptist minister. I was licensed for ordination when I was 19.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And uh, at the end of my uh, senior year, I heard my first Gilbert and Sullivan. Ah. And suddenly I didn't want to be a minister anymore. I wanted to sing. And so I, I, I dropped out of a graduate program at Drew University, And I started studying singing, and I did a lot of Gilbert and Sullivan. I sang in a lot of opera. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was an apprentice with the Sarasota Opera. I sang in the chorus of the City Opera. I was in the New Jersey Opera Chorus. I did a lot of singing, and while I was doing that, I was working with computers, uh, working in publishing. And suddenly, uh, when I was in my early 30s, my mid-30s, publishing dried up, and there was nothing for me to do. My wife and I sat down, and we we thought that it would be a really good idea for me to go back to school to uh, get a degree in music and to get a job teaching. And we thought I would get a master's degree, and I would teach in college. Five years later, and the kids would like that. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I spent nine years in Elizabeth at the Marquis de Lafayette School. Mm-hmm. I taught pre-K through eighth grade, mm-hmm. and that was that was great. I started a guitar group. I had a I had a sixty-five recorder groups. I had sixty-five Ooh. kids playing little plastic soprano recorders.
0: So and that, that was too. That's that
1: that <laughs> takes a certain amount of I songs.
0: have done that. That yeah. is challenging. Yeah.
1: sixty, sixty-five 65 of them, but I got them to play together. Uh-huh. And we uh, when we finally did our concert, we played 15 songs in a row. So we had a little yeah. symphony of soprano recorders. I had started a guitar group. I had a a, a little children's opera group and we did a children's opera every year uh, with, you know, 50 to 100 kids on on our stage.
0: Now, was that an opera that you wrote or was it an existing opera?
1: There there were, there's a thing called... uh, uh, Stone Soup and uh, oh, right, 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 uh, yeah. Which was you know Stone Soup, Stone Soup, Stone Soup. I, just they were great, great kitty songs. i would forgotten the publisher. I left Elizabeth to go to Jersey City, and I, I sp- taught there for just a few years. So once again, jobs dried up
0: yeah and I know and I know that period of time as well um, yeah. you you did what I did we moved around different things made us change career we weren't lifers we didn't stay in mm-hmm. one system for thirty years, but we moved around
1: yeah you know once you've made a certain amount and you look for another job you know, they can pay to teachers with what they would have to pay me
0: we could yeah. get into that whole topic about yeah. how it's one of the only professions where your skill and expertise and that is not going to get you the salary that you are deserved it will the logic yeah. is i could get two people for what i pay you yeah which, yeah. Is,
1: which is what yeah. I was told by by one gentleman yeah. I mean, it was very honest which was gratifying because he yeah. said you know mr lewis If I could have my way, I would hire you, he said. But the the Mm. superintendent has told me I could get two people for you.
0: Where did you end up? Because I know now you... yeah.
1: I ended up doing a lot of church work. I I was choir director and music director at several Mm -hmm. churches. And then I was hired to be a cantor for a Catholic church, uh, which for a Baptist boy was a big change. Yeah. Uh, And... I loved being a cantor in a -hmm. a Catholic church, because as long as Father Al was happy, all the little politics that would go on in a a Protestant church Mm -hmm. are not a problem in a Catholic church. (laughs) (laughs) He said, people think you sing a little too loud, Wilbur. Uh, He said, uh, I like it.
0: (laughs) Now, (laughs) one of my favorite uh, part-time jobs was uh, working in a Catholic school, I loved it. My job was to get the kids singing with passion. That was what Mm -hmm. she wanted me to do. Mm -hmm. So she was totally open to doing new Christian music and just get them singing. Same thing as you. I brought the guitars Mm -hmm. in, and, and we had some talented kids. One day she comes in with this whole big thing uh she said i want you to uh turn this into a rap and i said excuse me <laughs> excuse me and she started rapping now i mean it you're talking about okay. two silver-haired ladies that are r- trying to turn this thing into rap but we did and i so respected her for for being so open-minded to draw the kids into the passion behind the music, and you know that sometimes those hymns can be rather dry, and the language is a bit a bit uh, stilted. It's it's hard for them mm-hmm. to get into that. But you know, they started to sing with passion when I met you. It was in the. Um, uh, Bloomfield Mandolin Society,
1: right? And great. I was retired at that time,
0: and I'm retired too. But what does that mean? I, you know, I yeah. basically I can pick and choose what I do.
1: That's and, it exactly, and
0: that's the, yeah. that's the nice thing. So, uh, yeah, it. Uh, and I met you, and the reason I brought you on on my show is because of the joy that you have in your life doing living your passion. And uh, that's what you brought to that group. And you're a very good musician and a very versatile musician. And um, when musicians make music together with somebody, it's it's a bond that gets formed. Yeah, it's it's absolutely. an un, it's an unspoken bond. And I always knew I wanted to get to know you better. Well, and then well, you well. left for greener pastures or a different challenge, perhaps.
1: Yeah, I I needed a, a group that was a little more disciplined. And new music. What I really like about uh, Munier mm. is, uh, first of all, the, we have a magnificent uh, director who is also a brilliant arranger, mm. and he does new stuff every year for us. And it's just, it's a, a challenge, you know. It's it's all kinds of music.
0: And where are they? And where are they from?
1: They're they're based in Philadelphia, so I have a little bit of a drive.
0: Because you live where now?
1: I'm in North Brunswick, so I I spend three of, yeah. hours in the car yeah. to go to a two hour uh, rehearsal. Yeah. But I am fed in a way in that two hour rehearsal that makes the drive not a not a problem. Right. And I'm playing with with uh, a, a lot of times uh, in a in a volunteer group. People are very timid. About their playing or their singing, and so there's they they they're hesitant. In, in their playing And these these people are Gosh, some of these are the best players I've, I've ever known And mm. they just play with such authority That it brings something out of you These are guys who play Can play the Bach uh, Unaccompanied suites on, on the mando cello So, that, you know, they don't have a bow They just have a pick And it's, it's an entirely mm. different uh, way of playing
0: Do you have so a mando uh, bass? Excuse me, I'm sorry
1: no, no. no we, don't, we have a, we have one string bass player yeah and and another uh, a, a young woman who plays the ukulele bass
0: oh and, wow and we, yeah.
1: have, uh, and we have five or six truly amazing guitar players people who really are there because of the love of the music and, and yes yeah. it's a great group and then I also play with a smaller group where it's maybe two people on a part. Mm-hmm. And that's a uh, the Philadelphia Mandolin Ensemble, hmm. uh, which also <laughs> meets in Philadelphia. Hmm. So I was making two trips to Philly. So I drove yeah. for six hours to to play with those groups.
0: So you do concerts? Do you do recording?
1: No. No. I mean, you know every once never in a while, know, I, yeah, I, I sit down and I record something, but i it's not it's never anything I want to sh- well, it's rarely something I want to share my my wife uh, is a pianist, uh, uh-huh. and she was also a singer, and that's how we met uh-huh. we were we were cast in a two-person opera, and I tell people it was love at first aria. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. But she, uh, she's a wonderful pianist. And in her retirement, she began taking piano lessons again. Mm-hmm. And so we've been doing uh, the mandolin repertoire for uh, mandolin and uh, piano. So we've been working on the, the Beethoven pieces. And I, in fact, I had a mandolino, a Baroque mandolin, uh, when I was a member of uh, Bloomfield. And we, we we play pieces by Bach and Handel and Scarlatti with the mandolino. And we have a little keyboard that we put on a harpsichord.
0: But what I'm hearing you are saying is that now that you're retired, you're really able to put time into your passion and dig deeper. You know, the last time I had that kind of flexibility, I was much younger. Yeah. And I remember practicing eight, 10 hours a day Shutting off, I, I didn't even have a TV. Mm-hmm. I didn't have one. I, and shutting off the phones and doing what I needed to do uh, to be able to understand this thing called theory and. You know, the first time I heard a jazz player, um, my husband, uh, we were in uh, the, when I had first joined his band, he uh, took me someplace to hear music. I think it was Betty Carter. Somebody came up, and they said, oh, I want to do Misty, but I don't do it in the, the Earl Garner key. I do it in a different key. And I thought, and I'm classically trained. How does he do that? You know, because yeah, <laughs> yeah. Misty is a, uh, a a sophisticated song, and that was just it for me. I just wanted to know how to do it, and at the exclusion of a lot of other things, I just set my mind to understanding. And re, re, removing the mystery, but still admiring the theory. Uh, um, so, mm-hmm. uh, and it was a lot of time. And so, when people think, "Oh, but you make it look so easy," but that's because I practice a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. You and you as well.
1: I saw all the little things that mm-hmm. made Bach Bach <clears> by <throat> by copying his music. Yeah. And. And I, I I I like that very much. I, yeah,
0: you I, learn that way. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I, you know, and yeah. That you read, but that's what Bach did, and that's what Handel yeah. did. All those famous stories about them copying it by night.
0: And that's how I learned to arrange for harmony because I used to just take the dictation of the harmony and mm-hmm. oh, I see what they're doing. I could hear pretty good and you know mm-hmm. transcribed it. And then when we would do some uh, scat pieces, I I transcribed a lot of Ella's scat. You know, she do it, and do it, and my God, you know, I was in awe of her because she did not play an instrument. No. And she scattered scales and chordal outlines, and it's quite remarkable that she yeah, was working was with them. Yeah, just quite. So that's how you learn. You're right. And it, yeah. it's a certain kind of person, Wilbur. Not everybody's going to do that, you well, know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, that,
1: that's part of being a musician, I think, you know? And it's it just it, it makes the music so so much more real to you. That's what Box said, you know, if I accomplished more, it's because I worked hard at it. I
0: worked very hard at it. (laughs) And and I think that, you know, the thing is, if you plan to have some kind of income in retirement, and so if anybody's listening and you haven't planned that, I would suggest planning that because you will have a joy that You can't even anticipate because you'll be having an income and you'll be able to say, and what do I want to do now? And what are my some days that I kept putting on the back burner? I call them dream seeds. What are those things that I I want to do? Because I can do them now.
1: Exactly. You know,
0: And that, that's a joyful thing. I know some people uh, talk about, I always wanted to play piano, but it's too late. I always wanted to play guitar, but it's really too late now. What can you say to those people?
1: You know, I, was, I wanted to teach. And if you're going to teach privately, publicly, you needed keyboard skills. So I could do... I could do a, me- a melody with one hand. I could play a scale with one hand. Mm-hmm. And, and one day, uh, my voice teacher, whose name was Shirley Emmons, a uh, wonderful singer, wonderful teacher, uh, co-author with me on, on a book that I wrote, that I wrote we wrote together, that was published in uh, 2005 or 2006. Uh, she said to me, well, Wilbur, you know, the piano very easy. He said, you just have to think of it differently. She said, you have the melody already. He said, what you need to teach this other hand is this. That was <laughs>
0: the that chords. Was
1: one, three, and five. That's right, yeah. And she said, now you go through some songbooks, and you play all the keys, and you find where the chords are, and you do one, three, and five, and you follow the bass note, follow the chord symbols." Hmm said, and you'll be able to play any melody and accompany any song.
0: But would you say, though, now when people want to uh, uh, play, they don't have to really dig that deep?
1: No, no. Unless,
0: exactly. unless they want to, unless they yeah. fall in love with it.
1: Because I was in school. And I had the time and I played through I played through books of uh, American song literature, you know, the the old big band songs, Nat King Cole. And I played through them. And the next week I went to teach a lesson and I was able to play the piano. (laughs) I can't play Bach. I can't play Chopin. But I can I learned enough to be able to play hymns, yeah, which was vital for my my church job. Yeah. I could accompany my students in voice lessons. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I there were people who uh, came out of conservatory who had piano, who couldn't do what I did. Because yeah also i also transpose
0: right and i i had a very dear friend who uh, was a wonderful classical player she couldn't transpose happy birthday god forbid people <laughs> sang jingle bells in outside of the KSC. She couldn't play that, and that really baffled me. So I make that when I was teaching. That was one of the first things I would teach is, you know, what's behind this mystery? What do we hear? And, mm-hmm. and solfege, a bit of solfege, so you can identify the tones. Um, you know, they, there are options now for learning that there weren't before. Right. And you can learn as simply as you want to. And there are also online uh, places like Music Notes that will allow you to... You can buy a piece of music in in a hard-to-easy form and mm-hmm. transpose it to your key so because a female key often is not a male key oh, gee, and it only worry about it. <laughs> and it only costs a couple of dollars so there's once you get your system down and you learn how to manage time which is something that I work with mm-hmm. uh, people about how do you manage time when people say I just don't have time but do you have 20 minutes a day or do you mm-hmm. have 10 minutes and 10 minutes a day If you do, you can play.
1: I try to add an instrument a year, but mostly string instruments, because that's my first
0: I want to remind everybody that the picture that Wilbur sent me on the promo for um, this particular podcast will show, how many many stringed instruments were you holding there? I think, what, five, six?
1: Uh, Mandolin, mandolino, mandola. Mandocello before?
0: Well, I I hope that um, I know that you have passed on your joy and your passion and commitment to your music. And for our listeners who are contemplating, maybe they did it when they were young, you'd be surprised how fast it comes back. And maybe they never did it, but they want to. There are lots and lots of groups. Uh, I see even I want to get back Into guitar Because I used to play A lot more guitar mm-hmm. There's There are a lot of groups That I could just Join up with Just for the sake Of being a part of it Like you said earlier And by osmosis Just seeing what they do Where their hands go For mm-hmm. certain position When are they playing Bar chords When are they playing First position And you're actually Inspiring me To do that yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. about the journey If people are saying uh, When do you think I'll be ready To join my first band I don't have an answer for you but if you want to take the musical journey and and have have it flow through your body and accompany yourself or say Christmas time comes and accompany some people on Christmas carols there is no for me that's the ultimate joy you know yeah, it, yeah.
1: it's it's wonderful I think, you know, the, the other thing is is you know it's like uh, oh, the woman Edith Hamilton who wrote a book called the Greek Way Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was a headmistress of a very well-known girls' school, which I can't remember. But she she wrote once one time. She said, "What she's disturbed about in education is that we don't sell the idea that there's a tremendous joy in becoming educated." There you go. A tremendous joy in knowing mm-hmm. things, and and musically. I don't need to play for anybody mm-hmm. because the the, the communion <laughs> my theological training coming up, but the, the communion with the instrument and with the music and myself is so overwhelming that everything else stops. And and all you have is you making music and and saying, Can I do this? I'd like to try this. And that is a tremendous reward, even if you never play in public for anyone.
0: Well, you know, I do these Monday night online concerts and you're basically playing for your, to yourself yeah, because you're exactly. not, there is no, yes, I, I love when people come and I see, oh, look who's here. Thank you so yeah. much. And I get clapping hands and I get hearts. But really, you're really playing for yourself for the sake of enjoyment without sitting back and talking about my mistakes or my flat or my sharp or whatever. Yeah. But for me, I'm doing some of my original songs and it took me a long time to let go of them. Because they're very personal.
1: It's so, very hard to do that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, um, yeah, this has been great, Wilbur. Maybe I'll have you on the show one day and you can actually play uh, for, uh, I'd love to, you know. I'd love to yeah. play with you. People, That's- do you hear the joy in this man's voice right now? <laughs> and, you well,
1: know? you know, we were we were married. We've been married now for 37. Yeah, 37. And I was the only person she played the piano for. Until two, two, three years ago, mm-hmm. when we started playing together, and since then, she's played in public with many people, and we've done recitals together. She we did one which was all different instruments. Yeah. the hell out of that piano. Well, you, yeah. it's so wonderful to have her doing that, and it's there's nothing like. And you know because your husband is a musician. Yeah. It's it's difficult to play with someone that you're that close to yeah but, but when it works there's magical nothing better than that yeah it's, it's so
0: that if you have if, if you have a few uh things perhaps that you were quarreling over or differences or whatever, when you share that, the, it, you your know. perspective changes and you're like, oh, I don't care about that stuff anyway. Well, anyway. well I'm, I'm glad you mentioned, though, about uh, for a couple doing this together, it, it can definitely heighten the relationship yeah. because it it's like you were speaking about before. It's a spiritual experience yeah. to it's perform a, a kind of- it, and yeah. when you share it with somebody...
1: It's even better. You're, yeah. you're actually breathing together. Yeah, you are. You know? and, yeah. and how often does that happen? Uh, you know, the only thing comparable to that is we 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 weren't good at it, but we took uh, ballroom dancing mm. several times. Mm. And you know, you can't be mad at somebody that you have your arms around and you're, you can't no. and you're and you're dancing. <laughs> so yeah. I recommend those two things: learn to dance. There you <laughs> go. play music together,
0: all right, everybody. I hope you hear that. these are some pearls of wisdom and joy from someone I I really admire and enjoy not just his musical ability but his joy and passion and dedication to the art question where can people reach you if they want to and because if you're doing concerts I hope you're going to let me know where they are so I can post
1: them I'm on Facebook
0: Okay. well there you go you've been listening to someone who is spending his retirement more active than he ever was before but always was active in music and his passion, made time for it all, but now he's going a little bit deeper. More instruments, harder music, higher quality of players he's working with, but it doesn't have to be that. If you want to play, you can play
1: absolutely
0: you can just ask me how to figure out how to monitor your time and i can give you some advice to do it you don't want to wait these things about someday i'm going to do it someday is here thank you wilbur for joining us i appreciate Good it
1: advice. Good
0: <laughs> advice Emma. it's all about finding your joy and making That's that journey as long as you're breathing you can keep doing the things that are absolutely. meaningful to you so thank you so much i've really enjoyed this. this okay
1: was
0: great. be well
1: You too. We need to have coffee sometime soon.